The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our DC. What's up, dudes? This is Dave with the Boston Podcast, and, and that primal yop was an homage to my guest today who begins his podcast that way. It's from the podcast known as Are You Not Entertained, which you can find on this very network, pod617.com. It's Ed Nathanson. Oh, dude, you do it better than me. <laughs> no, I, you do it better than me. I sincerely doubt that. And, and the other thing I want to point out is your yeah. fucking open is kick ass. Do you like that? I do. Yeah. I do. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of... Uh, an amalgam, to use a word that we struggled to come up with in your last <laughs> podcast, ironically. You'll have to listen to that to get that joke. But um, of stuff that I enjoy. One of the, the music is from my brother Adam Yaz's old rock band, As a People. You just answered a question I was going to ask there you. There you okay, go. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, a song, it's a song called Solomon, and he actually wrote it about um, our dad, and it goes kind of like this. This is it. It's got a cool opening. Hell yeah. And the name of the song is Solomon, and it's about fathers and sons and, and our dad, I guess, Solomon Yaz. So shout out to dad. And um, it's just it's just a cool way to kind of start things. I wanted something to kick off the show to be like, here we go. This is going to be fun. You yeah. Because podcasts should be fun. Well, then you, right. you throw in a little poppy quote of this is our fucking city. Exactly. And that's like, you know, still chills. Yeah, and it you also get away with it in the world of podcasting because it's not copyrighted material because you said it publicly. So you guys, <laughs> sometimes you gotta think like you know you you might hear a certain Hollywood actor in the opening of your podcast, but it has been altered to the degree where it's barely recognizable. Anyway, you can guess what that is. But Ed's podcast is oh by the way, this is the Boston podcast. <laughs> I forgot to say what, and I am Dave, and it's the stories of your city told through voices of your city. And on this podcast, you learn how to prosper in our city and. Love Your City a little bit more. We're brought to you by the United States Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today, usps.com slash careers. The U.S. Postal Service deliver for the nation. Also, a shout-out to our friends at Adori. Adori, that's A-D-O-R-I. Podcast platform and app that you can download on your phone. Go to your app store and download Adori, A-D-O-R-I. And if you're wondering, well, I already have the podcast app. Well, this is different. You trust me. If you like toys, if you like bells and whistles, you go and you listen to any of the podcasts on Pod 617, including Eddie's Pod or this pod, and it's easily easy to find with a search, and it comes. The podcast comes alive. You see images. You see potential links to other things as you're still listening to the podcast. Uh, polls and ways to to buy shit that people are hawking on the podcast. <laughs> buy that shit, by the way. It helps us. Um, but it's cool, right, Ed? It, it's. I got to tell you, they they did a little demo for us right. uh, about a week or so ago. And uh, it was my mind was explosion. <laughs> yeah, because it's really cool. Like the stuff that you can do and what's coming to is yeah. just out of this world. Yeah, they they're they're going to integrate all the podcasts we hear eventually on YouTube. Um, 
They actually, Ed, they actually have a device that will allow this stuff to come alive on live radio. That's coming next. So you'll be driving in your car, and all the cars have screens now. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, ideally, if a dory has its way in all these cars, you'll see shit come up on the screen, you know, that either illustrates. But, I mean, already, sometimes you listen to a song if you're, like, on on Spotify or something, and you'll see, like, the album cover. Right, right. But stuff, are, are, they're going to move. There's going to be click-throughs and stuff, and you probably shouldn't do all that stuff while you're driving, of course, but <laughs> but, the, but the passenger can't. Uh, I don't know. Like, my like my son, your son, your son and your daughter maybe do the same. They, they they can't do one thing. They they are watching TV and they're on their device, oh, right? There's a famous picture I took of my son with literally five devices in front of him. <laughs> five. So so wow. yes, yeah, a hundred percent. It uh, if you haven't had the app yet, you know it's amazing. Adori, A D O R I. Yeah, check it out, and you'll have some fun with that app, and you'll see all of our podcasts on there. But you can listen to every every podcast is on there. It might not have all the cool bells and whistles, but it's a very easy to use app for those of you that are frustrated by. Other apps out there that might the functionality might not be what quite what you desire. I'm looking at you, Apple. Um, Adori <laughs> is very very easy to use. So, um, are you not entertained? Is Eddie Pod now? Eddie is in the talent acquisition business, which means he works with like HR professionals and and stuff like that. But give in a nutshell, give us why you want to do the podcast and how it's a mix of kind of what you do and what you yeah, love. Yeah. Right? So so in essence, I market companies as a great place to work. So everything you see about working at companies on social media, video, website, that's what I do. Um, and it's a relatively new field. I was one of the first people to start doing it about six or seven years ago. And it's since exploded into something really cool. And so I get to work with companies as big as Cisco and as small as a six-person startup in, you know, in, in, awesome. in Cambridge. Yeah. But um, the podcast, to answer your question, uh, for me, uh, for people who listen to the podcast, and if you don't, you should. Absolutely. I'm using Jedi Force mode right now. <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, but, no, uh, it's, I used to want to be a comedian in a former life. Yeah. And for me, it's a chance to scratch that itch a little bit, but also bring on and talk about some things in my world that I think people care about, but do it in a way that, you know, I think doesn't suck. A lot of podcasts, not yours, <laughs> I wouldn't be on ones that suck, but a lot of podcasts suck, Yeah, right? And it's like, at, we were talking about this earlier, yeah. like, it's all self-help guru, you know, be you and own your shit and, you know, empty, you know, you know, what is, what's the word you used before? Pablum. 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 It's empty pablum. Yeah. Or it's boring-ass interviews where, like, I'm bored to death within five <laughs> minutes to listen to it. Yeah. And so the pod allows me to have that fun but also do it in a way that I think people will respond to. Yeah. Well, I also love it because all your segments have a point. Like, um, you know, the some of these podcasts is like the so-and-so show and the so it's, it's Okay, so all right. What is it about? That's why on this podcast, I admit it's a little nebulous because because I'll talk to freaking anyone. I mean, I'm glad you're right. here, today. <laughs> but you know, uh, the Note person, to self, but I'm the per- anyone, but the person, <laughs> you are by definition anyone. But but you know, that's why I say you know, learn learn to prosper in your city and love your city. It's the best way I can s- sort of describe the point of this podcast. That other one I do that you were kind enough to mention, I do with my buddy Milt. I do a podcast called Past Tense where we go back in time and visit the top ten songs so on good. a given week so good. and analyze and make jokes and all that kind of fun stuff. And that one, it has a point. All your segments have a point. You, you like, you're either talking to someone um, that you respect and enjoy, and that's the, your interview segment, but then you also do rants, and then you also do <laughs> reviews. And, yes. and, and there, it's clearly like you, you've got it laid out. It's so cool because I know what you do. You take maybe something you'd written before on your blog, but then you just blow the roof off the place. <laughs> like You just take like... 
you know, it, it, and so and so if you visit past episodes of his pod, you will find out Ed doesn't care for Starbucks. He doesn't he doesn't care for the trappings of air travel. No, or nor Disney. Nor, nor oh yeah, Disney. Disney got caught your ire. I remember Broadway shows. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Ed <laughs> hmm, 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 what, what is you- it, Dave? <laughs> I don't know why you don't like the Broadway shows. Because Look. they're singing out of nowhere. <laughs> Ed, 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 Ed doesn't like the show. I don't like the shows. Why can you not disconnect from reality to pretend that this is fun? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Curtain call. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So anyway, so (laughs) let's get to the point of this show maybe. So you spoke to um, Tom E. Curran. Now, this podcast has not been released yet, so... We think this this will be within upcoming weeks. This will be what do you think? Next next week. Next week. Yeah, next next week. Yes. Okay, so check for that next Tuesday. And so today is we're talking Tuesday the seventeenth. <laughs> Although it's podcast land, you could be it's probably already up there by the time you're listening <laughs> right, to this. Exactly. So who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Time machine. And um, you built so- a time machine. <laughs> Out of a DeLorean? <laughs> so, future boy. I pulled this on another pod, but I have to do it again. So, future boy. Who's the president in 1985? Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Now, if you, re- if, you, if you rebooted it, it would be so easy. <laughs> Who's so, so future boy? Who's the president? So so you be Marty, I'll be okay. Doc, right? So future boy, who's the president in 2019? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> Terrific. I suppose Homer Simpson is the vice president. <laughs> I suppose Carrot Top is the Secretary uh, of State. So <laughs> fucking know? brilliant. Oh, but it's yeah. so the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. It is. Yeah. It is. No, in fact, the yeah. Simpsons, the Simpsons we, we always, you and I always talk yeah. about the Simpsons, but there was, an, and this is no they secret. They predicted it. Yeah, they did. It, it was like some episode where everything had gone to, it was a flash forward, everything had gone to hell. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, in, in the actual movie, Back to the Future, the character of Biff, the bully, you know, when, in, the, in the version of the future where he steals the sports almanac, he wins a zillion dollars. Casino. Casino. Yeah, yeah. That was very much, I think that may have been even been based on Trump. I actually read something where true? it was. Yes. Really? Yes. Zeme- Zemeckis? Yeah, I always Robert pronounce- Zemeckis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he talked about that in interviews. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, Eddie talked to, to Jesus, talking about know, parentheses. <laughs> no, it's you and me both. Um, ADD run wild. Um, and Tommy Curran is, is a reporter for NBC Sports Bots. And if you're a Pats fan, you know absolutely who he is. He's, he's probably the most, other than Mike Reese. He, he and Mike Reese are kind of yeah. like the twin towers of local sports. If you want to know about the Patriots, it's one of those two guys. You got right. Yeah. Exactly. And I love him because he, as we were talking about before we started recording, he, he, he really is the, is the down the middle of the guy. In a, in a world of, you know, frankly, douchebags that are that are just trying to one up themselves on the hot take and this and that, and screaming, and uh, a few of you idiots on sports radio. Sorry, but you know who you are. Karin is like he, he, wants, to, he wants. He wants. To, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need some water. So um, and uh, yeah, so Karin's great, and so you enjoyed your talk with him. Oh my god, yeah. it, it was kind of like uh, I had to stop myself from fangirling a little bit. I <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah, but he was extremely down to earth with you. Spent a lot of time with you. He yes, was, he was. He was driving. He said, "I'm on my way to the stadium." Right. He did um, big time us a little bit that, with that. <laughs> for that. But so, and um, I mean, the one that was there a part of it that stuck out to you, or I mean, there was so much. So I don't want to steal away too much from the podcast right. to, to steal the thunder, no, just but. A tease. 
he talked in depth about Bill and Tom yeah. behind the scenes, about Antonio Brown, what's going on, how do you ethically report on it. That what was are good, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are some things that we might think about his role and his job that might not be true? Uh, even some fun questions about his favorite nicknames and stadiums. I mean, that was it, cool. Yeah, yeah um, I really, like I said, I had to pull back from being like, "Remember that time on the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl? <laughs> that was awesome." Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were losing to the Falcons right. at twenty-eight to three, and then and then we came back. Right? Do, 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 you, do you remember that? That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so we prepared uh, a bunch of questions for Tom Carnan since Tom told so many good stories. And by the way, there is one. Uh, all I'm going to say is it's about Tom, an inter- in- interaction he had with Tom Brady that he will not report elsewhere. Now, it's nothing like Tom Brady, you know, molests cats or something <laughs> like that. But it's just a cool peek inside yes. what Tom Brady is really yes. like. And so make sure to check out Ed's pod on that. Can I just um, stop for a second? Yeah, go, go, you go. mentioned his name, so we need a 10-second moment of silence. <laughs> Oh wait, no, I know what we need, but I wasn't ready with the uh, the sound effect. It'll come up, and yeah, what do you call him? Our Lord and our Savior. Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah our um, Lord and Savior. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't, you know, submitted to Tom Brady yet, you know, you you must. The perfect human I mean, being. He is <laughs> it's the perfect he, human as, being. As perfect as he is handsome, <laughs> and um and and you know, um he's a tall drink of water, and this is what I was looking for. Oh yes, <laughs> I, I picture need, myself sitting next to him in a field of flowers. We're holding hands, skipping in slow motion. <laughs> oh, Tom, you complete me. <laughs> Why? Why? That's okay, Tom. We don't have to go to Five Guys today. We can have some guacamole on toast as long as I get to eat it with you. <laughs> oh, yes. my Lord. Yeah. Okay, Gary, right. That's enough. So, um,. When uh, I'm going to do a real quick read, and then Ed, if you have a few more minutes, we'll yes. go. To, we're going to go to some of these just fun football-related questions that we didn't get to throw Tom Carr. I'm going to throw them at Ed and see how he does. But I need to tell you about the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today. USPS.com/careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the Postal Service works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service. Not as strong as Tom Brady's backbone. <laughs> but nevertheless, the, the USPS wants to develop an advanced career, so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is on the website, usps.com slash careers. It's the policy of the Postal Service. I have to say something. Yes, please. Uh, what you're doing is a part of employer branding. It's, as a matter of fact, it is. It is. Yeah. And I've thought about that as I've listened to your podcast, that uh, every time you do the read for the U.S. Postal Service, I'm like, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, the the, the live read as it has evolved in the world of podcasting is very interesting to me because it, the, you, they could just do ads. They, they could do a scripted ad, which you have to do it word by word. But for some reason, this kind of, and it's a good thing, I think, because it, it, it flows. Now, listen, we weren't talking about the Postal Service before I started talking about it, <laughs> so I did have to say, let me stop for a right. minute. But the fact that it, it, you weave it into the, the podcast, this is not, I'm not like giving away trade secrets or anything here. It, it's a different way of engaging. And like you said, um, letting people know that the Postal Service are okay. There are buddies are over there, so they yeah. sort of get, you know, yeah, feel, yeah. branding. And uh, also, the Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce in which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, 
much like the collaboration that Tom Brady espouses on the Patriots. No one does it better. Flexibility, okay. Yep. Pliability yep. Yep. and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today. The website, once again, usps.com slash careers, United States Postal Service, deliver for the nation. See, I just bradied up that for the post. You wel- sure did. You're welcome, Postal Service. And by the way, he now has a store on Boylston Street. Oh. The TB12 store. Sure. Well, there's one in Patriot Place that I, yes. I walk by down there. Yeah. And oh yeah, big time on Boylston big Street. Time. Yeah, that's big some big time, time on Boylston that's some Street. Some expensive real estate. Yes. Well, yeah. it's I like to call it the temple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Well, he he is the perfect man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yitkadal, Yitkadal, sh- Shemay Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. Sometimes when I stare into the sky, I just see Tom Brady. He comes to me in dreams. Yes. And um, I feel like, you know, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Ted on the back of the bike, except I'm holding, I'm on a Tom in a motorcycle and I'm holding on back, smiling. <laughs> the, the wind blowing through his hair. Yes. yes. Notice I didn't say my hair. No, well, right. right. And mine yes. neither, yes. <laughs> in Tom Brady, we trust. He will save us all. Uh, and so here we go. So and, and Ed, we're gonna I'm gonna dress this up a little bit because we do a segment here called the Boston Vault. Yes. And in the Boston Vault, you you get you need to answer these questions. So to make sure you do, we lock you in the vault. Oh my God. We, yeah, these men are here to protect you. Don't worry. Uh, Biff, Duke, Biff, get his right. Duke, get his left. I thought okay, I liked you. We, we had something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not so okay. rough, Duff. <laughs> All right, I think we get it. Wait, one more, one more, one more. more. Okay, I guess that's it. You're in the lull. All right, I'm okay. here. All right, and here we go. So um, uh, some football-related fun questions. Other than the, the Patriots, what are the best uniforms in the, in the NFL, Ed? That's a great question. I have to go as much as I think they're a joke, the Raiders. The Raiders. And the silver and black You're is, right. is kind of awesome. Like, do you think there's another one? I mean, that's the immediate well, go-to for me. Well, um, the Steelers are pretty classic, I think. The right? yellow's kind of ridiculous. Anything that got invented in the last 20 years, I think, are, is pretty horrible. I yes. mean, the, the Panthers trying oh. too hard. The Jaguars? Oh, What's the going Jaguars. on there? Jaguars. Do I they mean, even sell any merchandise? That shit sucks. I don't know. I don't, they don't sell any friggin' tickets. So, so there was one stadium that uh, it was Carolina, I think. I, was just, I just caught part of the game. Like 90% empty. 90%. What the hell is going on? It's because it's Carolina. Have you ever been there? Uh, maybe once or twice. So I was there <laughs> within the last year. And, you know, yeah. I look, Carolina, I'm sure there's lots of nice people. But when <laughs> I went down there, the number one thing I noticed from my hotel when you stepped outside the hotel was the freaking NASCAR Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's what they love. They're not football country. Why the fuck do they even have a hockey team, for the love of God? <laughs> but anyways, back to the Raiders for a second. You just, um, you just disrespected Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I love Ricky <laughs> yeah. Bobby. Okay. But um, back to the Raiders for a second. Outside oh, sure, of yeah. the cool silver and black, black is always a cool color in my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I just also go back to a little nostalgia for me. The, the NWA days back in the early NWA, yeah. you know, easy. Yeah. They all oh, rocked yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they yeah. All Ice Cube. They all rocked the, the LA Raiders gear. And it was so cool. And it was like, kind of like edgy. Well, yeah. Is there a team that better, maybe there is one, and I'm not thinking about it, that better embodies its fan base that the the uniforms the look 
and the reputation of the team. No. Right? No. I mean, I mean, they... I have a story for you. Oh, good. Go for All it. All right. So I, when I tried stand-up, I moved to California for a year because mm-hmm. I figured that's where you had to be. And I ended I hated L.A., so I ended up living in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I remember a friend of mine, Jason Stone, who if you, if you should advertise on here, Stone Cold Shout Guarantee. Stone right? Yeah, We should. went to a, a Patriots preseason game at Stanford. And foolish me, I wore my Drew Bledsoe jersey. There oh, was no boy. Tom Brady at the time. My right. Drew Bledsoe jersey. And I think I had Patriots sweatpants too and i thought we were just gonna go have fun get after at the game so we're sitting there at stanford it wasn't even at the coliseum right we're at stanford right and the patriots made a play and i hooped and hollered whatever it is (laughs) next thing you know i'm not kidding a guy turned to me and said do that again and i'll fucking shoot you (laughs) and i said what and he said you think i'm kidding he's got i got a gun in my car i'll fucking kill you oh my god we got up and left i was terrified Uh, terrified i don't don't blame you i I could tell a a sort of similar story i wasn't there but my brother adam as you know lives in san francisco he went to a raiders patriots game he said he was scared from the moment he walked in there (laughs) he he, he said i I think he smartly wasn't wearing any patriots garb but then then randomly he notices that the guys from green day are like three rows behind him yeah (laughs) and like see i would have geeked out more over green day than you know being close to you know nfl players right Right exactly (laughs) but so and so they kind of talked about it and then as the game went on I think like a couple bad calls went against the Raiders it's getting like dicey and angry in the crowd and my brother turns around the Green Day's gone they took off (laughs) (laughs) like they look scared too they weren't like wearing I don't know if they're Raiders fans I mean they are from California but but I don't know if if but you know they're kind of diminutive guys. They're they're musicians. <laughs> they, they fucking got scared. They took. Oh off man, I, I, I was terrified, and I to this day I will never go to a Raiders game again. Period. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's right. in New England. Well, of course, right. yeah. Uh, what's your what's your we we did ask this of Tommy Carn. I'm going to ask you as well though. What's your favorite stadium outside of New England? And I'm going to allow you to expand to other right. sports. Okay, so I'm going to have to because yeah. I've only been to the Niners old ballpark for other football stadiums. Yeah, I've only of been to I've only been to the Vet, which is right. terrible. I think so, it was yeah. Candlestick, if I remember right. But okay. um, uh, my favorite stadium outside of of uh, New England stadiums. Is Milwaukee County Stadium? Oh, Milwaukee. Why, now, why do you say Milwaukee County Stadium? Because it used to be County Stadium. That's right. Right. It's now Bush Stadium or Miller Stadium. No, oh, okay. Miller Stadium. Yeah. Um, it's because uh, my unabashed love, as much as I love Tom Brady, my number two is not a Boston athlete. It's Mr. Paul Molitor. <laughs> it's who I grew up with. I named my dog Molly after him. I, I always wore number four growing up. That you was are, his number. You you couldn't be found long without your beloved Brewers no. baseball hat. Yes. Yeah, you just love them. I love them. You're one of those guys. That, so Boston sports through and through, but you just pick... Favorite guys you admire? The first World Series I ever watched was 1982 Brewers, Harvey's Wallbangers versus the St. Louis Cardinals. And I fell in love with Paul Molitor. It was like, you know, the dream weaver again, but not quite that level. (laughs) Right. And I could still imitate his batting stance to this day, all that stuff. So for me, like, I traveled across country and we did a bunch of stadiums. But the one for me that stood out was not just because it was the Brewers, but... It was so. It was such an open stadium, if that makes sense. It was yeah. accessible. They had excellent food, yeah. which is always key for me. Um, and I just thought it was really cool. Now, probably twice as cheap as Fenway. Oh my! Food. Oh, I was yeah. just gonna say, yeah. I am probably. You're gonna hate me for saying this. I think, and a lot of listeners are gonna hate me for this. But fuck Fenway Park. <laughs> Ooh, I love the Red Sox coming up. I, I love the Red Sox. Yeah, but that park sucks. And any of you tell me you disagree with me, haven't sat in those seats. Well, it's it sucks, but it just sucks. The only caveat I would say is it sucks a lot less than it used to. Sure, but it, but still, it still sucks. sucks. Well, the seats are 
it's the seats and it's the cost and it's the I you know inaccessibility right oh yeah it's yeah. very it's very hard to get in and get out um, no matter what you do and you're right and um, I I mean we the town missed an opportunity to build a, a stadium down totally. by the, down by the water they could have totally. done it that the 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 access would have been better uh, we had a chance to build like a new Camden Yard style like throwback park which would have been great i still love it because it's the cathedral and so many memories sure yeah like that time me and ben affleck robbed it oh wait that <laughs> no, wasn't me. So, sometimes i get movies and my own experiences mixed up um but anyway all right so that's a good answer yeah. my mine not that anybody asked but mine would be what would mine be um i mean the, it's obvious but camden yards have you been to oh, camden yeah, yards i have it's i mean great. can't can't it's beat great. it it's but great. but it, it and that so, so county stadium and uh camden yards and, and I mean, County Stadium is old. It's not. Yeah. It's not newish like Camden, but it, it's 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 a nice reminder that you, when you go out. I mean, nothing is Fenway, but you go outside. And most other stadiums are more accessible. Much more. They're cheaper. Cheaper. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's and, no poles in your face. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, exactly. There's not like a, a huge crush of people like entering the stadium. And, and seats stadium. made for human beings. Yes. And yes. people are usually nicer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, assholes. But the truth hurts. All right, couple more questions. Yes. All right, we're going to go to this. Um, well, let's see. I don't know if you'll have an answer to this, but I'll ask you anyways. We didn't get to ask this of Karen. Yeah. Other than, so OBJ, uh, Beckham Jr. is famous for that one-handed catch he yes. made. Other than that, what's the, what's the greatest catch you've ever seen or witnessed or remember? <sighs> I, it's a painful memory. Oh, it's a, It was the Seahawks Super Bowl against the Patriots, oh. uh, but we had the game won. Cur- no, well, no, you're curse. talking about curse. Yes. Well, we didn't have the game one when he caught it. We right? were ahead. Oh, oh I was yeah. prior to yes. the catch. Yes. yes. Yeah, they, I, I'm they, with you. I'm with you. It was yeah. an improbable play. Oh, like, good Lord. They, yeah. If you forget, I think it was third down when they made that play, too. Oh, Lord. So it would have been there off the field, game over. Malcolm Butler doesn't even need to be Malcolm Butler. And, you know, we could right. have had it. That catch was fucking ridiculous. It was. It would, like, how many parts of his body in the air did it hit? I as know. he's like going like like somersaulting as he catches it. That kind of thing <laughs> that kind of thing happens maybe three or four times a season. But and not see, in the Super Bowl. You, right. Right, right. But why did it have to freaking happen then? You know, I, I get I you know, there's a there's a bit of negativity embedded in all of us New England fans. There just is. And for some reason, like <laughs> When we won the Super Bowl uh, the first time against the Rams, it was pure joy. But then the next day, I admit, I spent a couple minutes bumming out over that that Willie McGinnis uh, got that penalty that had a touchdown. <laughs> to, no, I was, so true. Because in the t- yeah. in the moment, it was so painful, yes. and just like that, in thinking about that curse catch, I, I was almost. I, I thought mean, that was it. I'm like, all right, we're gonna. And lose. if it was it, think of the think of what the storyline would have been. The 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 sec. By the way, apparently I didn't know this until after the fact. Obviously, but same stadium and same side of the stadium where the the fucking Tyree made the helmet catch, which was the the which would have been the the well a one and a b of the most unlikely catches in Super Bowl history, both a, against the Patriots. Oh God! There's a reason I didn't bring that one up. It came through my head. <laughs> That's even worse. It's it, it's yeah. because I don't acknowledge that game happened. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I've never spoken of it since. I've yeah. never watched it since. It's too painful. It's too painful. I mean, you, you have to step back and say, obviously, especially now, we've got the embarrassment of riches. And sometimes I feel like it, there's, this, there's this thing about sports karma, which is, which is I remember saying to Yankee fans after there was a uh, it was Yankees. 
1999, I want to say, something like that. Um, they ultimately lost the World Series to the Diamondbacks. You'll remember that yep. one. Uh, Luis Gonzalez hit this bloop single to end it. And um, But prior in that series, they had had two like ridiculous walk-off come from behind, like Jeter was involved. Um, I think BK Kim, who... Young, young Kim. Young, oh young God. Kim. I think he blew both of them. <laughs> yes. And Yankee fans were gushing. They're like, they're like over the, over the, they were going back to Arizona just having to win one of the two games there. And I said, you know what? Sports karma is a bitch. You guys have had the karma so on your side. Something's going to come back to bite you. You're going to lose. It was one of the few like outrageous great predictions I ever made. You're going to lose. <laughs> Dave Stradamus. Well, I, I was. In that case, I, was, I said, you're not only going to lose, you're going to lose in heartbreaking fashion. And sure enough, if you remember, Mariano Rivera came on to save it. They were going to win, yep. and Rivera picked up a bun and threw it into center field, and everything went haywire. haywire. They lost. In like fashion, Sox, um, you know, spirits are at their ultimate low in 2004. I was at that game, the, the 18 to 2 game or whatever it was. 19 to 8. Yeah, right. yeah it was, it was Bronson Arroyo. Uh, you know, me and my father walked out angry, and I said, "All right, yeah. that's the next year." Red That's Sox it. pitching staff pulling muscles in their neck from turning around to see the balls <laughs> flying out of the park. And then it came and then and so we're at our ultimate low. And it's like, but sports pendulum swings. And so it happened just in in real time in that Seahawks game. The curse thing, absolutely ridiculously incredible. And, and then the, the, the Butler interception, I've, I've watched it a hundred times. I still can't believe he made it over there. I know. And completely nailed the receiver. It was like the most perfect play I've ever seen. All right. We're, we're now up to the last. <laughs> As the Dave, last. do you remember that in that commercial with the Native American with the, uh, the single tear yes. coming? That's Dave right now. If you I can know. see him as he's reminiscing this. Well, it's both. It was, uh, what, a, what a fucking swing of emotions that was, though, right? So, um, but that's a good answer to the question. So, um, all right. This will be the final question, yes. but it's like a multi-part question. Yes. Ed, in the film Concussion, you may recall that Luke Wilson was tragically miscast <laughs> as Roger Goodell. I might as well have played him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what were uh, they thinking? He uh, looks nothing like nothing. him. He didn't act like him. Right. Um, so when the movie is made about the Pats dynasty, uh, and Ed, maybe you and I will make it if no one else does, who should play Roger Goodell, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and Robert Kraft? Now, you have multiple choices here. Okay. So you want to go do Goodell first? So Roger Goodell, our, our, our anti-lord, the Darth Vader of Patriots yes. football. Mm-hmm. We have the following choices. Conan O'Brien, Liam Neeson, Alec Baldwin, or Brian Cranston. Or you can go off the board. Roger Goodell. Okay, I'm going to have two answers here. Okay. So first off the board is Bozo the fucking clown. Because <laughs> I fucking hate that guy so much. Wow. You know how you say sometimes your guests like peer into your soul? Like yeah. they think exactly. I almost put Bozo the clown. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because this is what my thought process was. He is a fucking clown. Well, there are the t-shirts yeah. with the clown, with him at the clown nose, right? Uh, that Barstool invented. Um, uh, at first I thought Krusty the clown. And I thought, now I have to go more sort of I broad like universal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm going to say, (laughs) but uh, from this list, I'm going to have to say Brian Cranston. Okay. I think Brian could play a dick if he wanted to. I think he could. He's that good. Yeah. As much as he's a likable person. I think he's such a good actor. That Wait, he when could... you said he could play a dick, you mean a, a, a bad person? Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought you were just saying he could play like a literal penis. A literal penis. <laughs> because he's such a good actor, he could he could play that ceiling fan above my head, you know? He could he, he could, he could play a salamander. He could, he could play anything. play yeah. like what's hanging between my legs. No. Uh, <laughs> right. no. Okay, um, Cranston's yes. a good choice. Yes. So we'll cast Cranston okay. as Goodell. All right. Tom Brady. Oh. 
All rise. Uh, yes. The choices are, well, we've got a compliment of Chris's, of course, yes. because uh, in this era, Chris Pine. Yes. Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Sorry, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Uh, that was British. It wasn't Australian. I can't do Australian. I can't, no, I I don't, can't either. Shrimp on the barbie, mate. I'll invite Chris Hemsworth over. <laughs> Good day. Good day. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> That's a spoon. Uh, Brad. Brad Pitt, of course. I mean, he's a little old to play Brady, maybe, but um, but Brady's old too. Uh, or Ashton Kutcher. That's that's the wild card. Or go off the board. I'm going off the board. Okay. Here. There's a Chris you missed. Oh, I know. Is he a local boy? Yes, he is. Oh, Captain America Captain himself. Of fucking America. Chris Evans wow. is perfect to play him. Not I'm only ring because, you up for that one. Yes, not Sorry. only because he's incredibly handsome. Yes, but because he, if he can play Captain America, he can play my Captain America, <laughs> right? And and uh, also well because done. he loves the Patriots, he right. would he would he would do whatever method acting he needs to do. Right? It. He would eat the TB12 diet, avocado yes. ice cream. He would. he would date Giselle on the side. <laughs> He would do whatever he needs to yeah, do. Dirty job, but somebody's gonna do it. <laughs> exactly. He would do it, and he would embody the glow that falls from the heavens upon okay. our Savior. All right. Mm-hmm. I feel better already. Yes. After that, uh, after that, uh, Tyree talk. All right, Bill Belichick. Portraying Bill Belichick, you have the following four choices, or of course you may go off the board. Yes. Harrison Ford, Ed Harris, Bill Murray, or. Javier Bardem. So your choices here were excellent. Well, thank um, you. I'm going to say Harrison Ford. Okay. Uh, because, A, he's the age now where it would be believable. Right. I think he's curmudgeon enough right. that it would be believable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that... What what was the movie about Jackie Robinson um, he was in? Was as, it just um, called 42? It was. I think it was 42. Yeah. I'm, I should know this. What's the name of the owner that he played? Branch Rickey. Branch Rickey. Yeah. He did that really, really well. He did, yeah. He did. And I think he would be an excellent choice. The hair works, like yep. everything. Like, he would be a great Belichick. I had a hard time coming up with these because Bill Belichick, in a way, not hard to play because he doesn't say much or do much. <laughs> but, but I mean, he does plenty, excuse me. But, but publicly, like him speaking, of course, it's like fucking torture by the way he was quick aside yeah he was on he's on eei like uh, you can tell they they like strap him to a gurney and wheel him into weei and make him do the interview because you know it's the last (laughs) thing he wants to do same with press conferences i guess but but uh, you know did you see the antonio brown press conference i didn't see that one but i I actually for some reason i read the transcript and it it was it was right on brand right (laughs) yeah but the best is what you don't see on the transcripts is the look of the disgust he gives it people (laughs) disgust and disdain yeah just like why do i even have to be in the same room with you people yeah and and lou merloni asked him on ei he said so antonio brown and of course belichick says nothing and he says got yourself a pretty good player there and he says you know well of course we want to why wouldn't we want to add players that would make our team better <laughs> everyone we add. i mean he literally said <laughs> yeah i mean everyone we had you know we uh, just want the we right just want, we right just talent, want we right. just we, if, yeah. if we can make our team better we're gonna we're gonna add the player and Merloni says what you or I would say. He goes, well, yeah, but he's a pretty good player. Like, <laughs> like I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, come on. Don't, don't. I mean, he's he's basically lying through his teeth. He's he's, he's what he's saying in so many words is Antonio Brown is just just another player like everybody else. Like, no, he's fucking not. Right. He's the best receiver in football, right. and we just got him for nothing, and it's amazing. And and at the time, anyway. And 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 um, and so pretty good player. And, and Bill Belichick, right? Uh, I don't know. 
Right. I don't know yeah. where you're going with this. But right. We're on to Miami. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> I mean, it, if, if if you were a reporter, would you would you? Um, oh, I'd be terrified of him. Yeah, and and that's why I I, I didn't think to to ask the, the question of Tommy Curran because I know what the answer would be. He. He wouldn't go off on Belichick because it doesn't serve him well for the long term. His long term job. We he's, did he's, talk about that a little bit. You did. You yes. did. We did get yeah. brushed upon yeah. that. But but I'm just waiting for some reporter to say, "Excuse me, coach, can you just treat me like a fucking human being and not a kindergartner?" Exactly. You know? I, but they won't. I know he's they won't. Browbeating them for years. They're all in line, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. <laughs> it really is. It, it doesn't really, bother you. His press conferences are the most entertaining <laughs> shit it's, ever. It's unintentional. <laughs> <Simmons would say, laughs> right, unintentional right. comedy, right? Yes. He's not trying to be funny. Right. The looks, just right. that look. Yeah. So, could if Harry Arbardem did it, I think it would be funny to do. I don't know. I don't know why you're asking me right. this question. Let's flip this but, uh, coin. You flip this coin. <laughs> if if the, if it comes up, I will tell you why I wanted Antonio Brown. If not, I will not. It's your choice. All right. I snored. <laughs> I know. Good. All right. And finally, and finally, Robert Kraft. That's yes. the Kraft. Mm-hmm. We're all patrons. Would yep. you like that to be played by? And I just kind of Googled old Jewish actors. I'm going off the board for this one. You are? I'll tell you what I came up with. This is what happens when Uh you Google old Jewish actors. Henry Winkler, Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner, Larry David. Yes, all excellent old Jewish actors, by the way. Right, but they don't really embody credit. I'd say Brooks might be the closest to sort of an appearance. But okay, So so this is going to sound weird because he has a little bit of a lisp. Yeah. But I'm going more for the look if you put a toupee on him, a white toupee. Yep. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. And if you don't know who Wallace Shawn, I had to look him up. I wrote, I was googling as we're talking. Inconceivable, right? The inconceivable guy from Princess Bride. You <laughs> put, good. you put, it's pretty good. <laughs> you put a white, you know, hair wig on top of him. Tell me that isn't Robert Kraft? Yes, yes. Um, well, be- yeah, best known, best. I mean, he's been that guy has been in a lot, a of, lot great of shit. And stuff. I met him at one of the Comic Cons. Did the you way. really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But but most famously known for. His role in Princess Bride. Perhaps we'll take now, a listen a to, to this battle of the wits scene in uh, Princess Bride. So right? great, so great. So he's already put down the wines. One of them is poison, and mm-hmm. they have right. to. He has to decide which one to drink. Where is the poison? The battle of wits has begun. It ends when you decide, and we both drink and find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so simple. All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. (laughs) You made your decision then? (laughs) Not remotely. Because (laughs) Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. Mm. And criminals are used to having people not trust them as you are not trusted by me. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. (laughs) Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Wait till I get going! (laughs) Where was I? Australia. Yes, Australia. And you must have suspected I would have known the power's origin. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're just stalling now. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> You've beaten my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong. So you could have put the poison in your own goblet, trusting on your strength to save you, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. 
But you've also bested my Spaniard, which means you must have studied. And in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal. So you would have put the poison as far from yourself as possible, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're trying to trick me into giving away something. It won't work. It has worked. You've given everything away. I know where the poison is. <laughs> then make your choice. I will. And I choose. What in the world can that be? What? Where? Switches the, the glasses. Of course, yeah, yeah, he makes him look away and yeah. switches the glasses. The old oh, trick. I, I could have sworn I saw something. I thought no matter. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. Me from my glass and you from yours. <laughs> and they drink, of course. Yep. <laughs> you guessed wrong. You only think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha <laughs> ha, you fool. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous <laughs> is never get involved in a land war in Asia. But only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when, when death, death is, is on, on the line. And dead. And he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I have to say, I'm such a fan of that movie yeah. that I've probably seen it in excess of 50 times. Really? 50. One of my favorite T-shirts, and you know I'm a T-shirt guy that I yep. own, is um, is Inigo Fezzik, mm. uh, um, the Dread Pirate Roberts, and the Princess mm. in C- Incredibles thing. Oh, yeah. And, and it says the Inconceivables. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, I've seen that. Oh, so I cool. want one of those. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Robin Wright Penn was awesome in that scene. Yes. Yeah, actually, she was yes. sitting She was sitting behind um, Carrie uh, Ellis. our friend. Carrie Ellis. Blindfold Carrie Ellis, yeah. of course. yeah. Carrie Ellis pops up in uh, Stranger Things Season 3. That's of right. Course, That's it? right. We could go on forever, Ed, and um, someday maybe we will. But today, um, did you enjoy yourself on the I Boston Podcast? I had the podcast? best time ever. I'm glad to finally make it on here. I know. We'll have you back. We'll have you back if you're good. And uh, But uh, for now, I do want to thank our friends at Adori, A-D-O-R-I. Uh, download the app, the Adori app for playing podcasts and watching podcasts. You'll get it if you download it. It's a cool toy. Also, our friends at the U.S. Postal Service, USPS. Dot com slash careers is where you find out about opportunities at the U.S. Postal Service. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. On behalf of Ed Nathanson, have a great day, everybody. Oh, and as I was saying, <laughs> I screwed up my own tag. I'm terrible. I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. See ya. <laughs>